Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. Well, my talkers, yes, it is snowing outside, and you're probably going to have a treacherous ride home, but don't worry. Julia's here, and the bowling queen herself is back. That's right. Lori is back to hang out with us as well for the next three hours, so let's have a little fun in the snow, you guys. After being away at the bowling championships. Oh, yeah, that was, uh, yeah, that's what I was doing. I was bowling with my mom. Yeah, you know, (laughs) I I was out driving around in the snow this morning with my mom. It's not that bad. Just go slow. It's not bad. Yeah, no, it was so nice for four days, though, to see green grass. Oh, I bet. All of the Lowe's, Home Depot, Fred Meyers, they've all got spring pots for sale. I mean, it really is like a good six, seven weeks earlier spring in the Pacific Northwest. At least. But it was 20 degrees when my sister dropped me off at the airport at... um, This morning. This morning, which is cold. Yeah, for there. Is, yeah, it is cold for there. Not in the mountains, but like, mm-hmm. you know, around the Seattle area. But yeah, it was it was very nice to see green, but it was a flipping zombie apocalypse on Friday morning. I forgot it was President's Day weekend. Oh, it was President's Day weekend. Okay. Mm-hmm. And Casey's like, what in the hell is going on? Because it was like <laughs> 630 and it, the traffic was backed. backed way down to even get up. Yep. And then I get up and I walked in and I immediately fogged up. People were cl- b- bouncing into me. You know, I watch all these zombie shows. And people were wandering around in circles, trying to print bag tags, trying to check bags, figure out where to go. The TSA line was all, you know, blending right. in. The line was so, so long. And everybody had skis and golf clubs. That's and a good tennis. morning for people, though, hmm? on these longer weekends. I mean, my gosh. If you, like the lady, I finally went outside and stood in the cold for a good 15 minutes because it was shorter to sky cap than to try and work your way, even though I have like my sky priority. It was just, I haven't seen the airport and I have traveled at Thanksgiving and Christmas. It was just like, people are traveling, but the lady in front of me was like, I have a flight in 40 minutes. And I said, why did you come? Why didn't you get to the airport two hours early? And enjoy yourself before you go. Yeah. And and really, once I did my 15 minutes in the chattery cold, you know, and got in, I just got a Bailey's and coffee at the Delta Lounge and a shoe shine. I'm just saying, you know. Yeah. Well, I do. I had some points that I had to use from a credit. Yeah. So, like, you know, everybody has all these things, like, you got ex- expiration. So, anyway, but it was it was nice to, you know, see. The How fans. are things in Seattle? Things are good. Uh, Did you hear about the Kraken? 
I love the oh. name of their hockey team because yeah. my friend Shannon goes to the games. That Kraken, yes, my is the mom, name of their team. My mom and sister watch the Kraken, but we got we watched Inventing Anna and. Um, what did you think? Oh, it's so good, but I have. Are there ten episodes or nine? I, there's like nine, I think. So the, and ninth, the ninth one is a long one. Yes. So I had that last one to watch. Oh my gosh, Lori, that yeah. was a good show. Yeah. That was a. I really liked it. Um, do you think Casey would have liked it now that no. you've watched it? Yeah, I know. No. Grant, you tried it for a second, no. I think. No, yeah, no. I tried it for an episode. Anna and a half. would bug him so much. Yeah. You wouldn't get any of the yeah. the voice alone. I couldn't do it. Yeah. Right. I, I get the, sto- the story intrigues the heck out of yeah. me. So it was so it. fun. Yeah. It was so fun. Well, people drive safe and turn your lights on. That is the big one. Yep. Turn your lights yeah. on, people. So we'll welcome back, Lori. Yeah. We what's ha- what's happening with the um World around here. Okay, so we are on day two of the My Talk Awards, our version of the most glamorous award show. The My Talkies. The My Talkies. And you should see the the trophies. Here we go. My Talk Awards, celebrating all our favorite pop culture things from the past year and awarding talkie awards based on your votes. Joining the morning show to award Publationship of the Year. This was today. This was today. And Actress of the Year are Donna, Bradley, and Grant. And there we go. Please welcome your hosts. And so Grant yesterday had to be refreshed on your choices. (laughs) So (laughs) on day one of the MyTakis, Lori, we took, we we didn't win anything. Yeah. And I thought, kind of, quite frankly, we were robbed a little bit when Netflix didn't win it over HBO Max. So day one, yeah. it was a JA sweep. Oh, it was. Um, they okay. had two of the three, and then the third one Did went... Did they say, was it HBO Max? That yes, one? it was. It, it had such a disastrous rollout. But it doesn't matter. Right. People love it. Mm-hmm. It's there. Okay. The people voted, Laurie. And so, but now today, so yesterday it was a JA sweep. Okay. And the MyTalk Academy one for um, D-Bag of the Year, which went to Prince Andrew. Now, today, Grant represented us. Mm-hmm. And, Grant, why don't you tell us one of the people that won? Yes. Share with so, us a little so bit. So I got to share, uh, I got to be a part of uh, the Actor of the Year, Best Actor. Mm-hmm. And as you guys know, uh, Reggae Jean Page is, was our nomination. Uh-huh. Yes. And I am not too familiar with Bridgerton <laughs> or him. I know. Like I've at heard, all. I've heard he's got a great butt. I've yeah. heard uh, he's a good looking gentleman. Yeah. Brittany, in fact, gave me this as my argument yesterday, which we'll hear a quick little scene that Brittany yeah. thanks to Britt for this. My thoughts of you never end. I am yours, Daphne. Oh. I have always been yours. <laughs> yes. Wait. I do not understand. I do not know how to be anything clear. Well, do you not get angry? I'm not angry. You look I... angry and bothered. Look at you, you're downright flush. Yes, that is what happens. When one is angry. When one burns for someone who does not feel the same. Oh, right there. Mike drops. Burns. Mike drops. So, who did win, in fact, uh-huh. Best Actor of the Year? Reggae's body of work last year. Isn't yes, a- quite an amazing body of work. <laughs> I particularly enjoyed Bridgerton episode 6. Minutes 11 through 15, <laughs> and then minutes 48 to 50. Whew. Also, in episode 7, the shirtless boxing scene quickly followed by the unselfish sex acts on the spiral stairs scene. <laughs> and I need a short break. Back to you, Jace. <laughs> 
So he did, in fact, win Reggae Jean-Paul. Good. One for Paige. best act. Pa- Paige, yes. excuse me. One. And Grant, I don't know. Grant's going to tell us how something manifested this morning. And I, yeah. I caught it late, Lori. So <laughs> and, and suddenly he's been nominated for this new award that we're apparently having yeah. around yeah. here. So we're going to take a quick okay. break. You're listening to My Talk. Lori's back in the fold. Um, when we come back, we're going to catch up on the My Talkies. And then a big announcement was made today. And we kind of are, it's, it's sad. Yeah. Don't you think? It's mm-hmm. kind of sad? Yeah, we feel sad about it. All right, so Lori and Julia, we'll be right back. Hey, big announcement today. Later in our program, Lori, we started this yesterday. We're giving away tickets to the Rod Stewart concert with Cheap Truck at the Excel. And those tickets go on sale is this, it this Friday? Friday. This Friday yeah. already. 10 so, yep, if people, this will be a hot ticket. Um, yeah, two and so, for the price of one. Yeah. I know, right? This cheap trick is really good. That I lead know. Robin Zander, whatever his name is, he sounds amazing. Totally fun. And so then back to the Maitakis. So we got our first win today with Reggae, Reggae Jean Page. Mm-hmm. And, and that then, seems entirely fitting that, of course, we would be on top of that one. Mm-hmm. Ex- the selection. Ex- exactly, Lori. I would it agree. could have been confusing because they didn't say TV or movie. Sure. But, to us, it was just like it was all about him. Oh, Lori, and wait till I rewatched that whole Bridgerton this year over break. I'm planning it on still it. works. Yeah, it still works. And just even hearing that one scene that you isolated oh, yeah. for his grad, yeah. so, he's so steamy. Oh, I didn't even watch it, and that, like I said, mic drop. That that says the it du- all. <laughs> the Duke of Hastings. All right, what was the next award? Okay, so we had uh, Best Actress, and okay. now. We had Kate Winslet, correct, on yes. that one. And I can't remember exactly who other... All right, so people well, actually, had... I can do the montage of the... Uh, you of, don't have to. Okay, you got it. Nicole Kidman, Gene Smart, Betty White, Kalina Bradley, uh-huh. Kate Winslet, and Lady Gaga. Betty, so explain to us how this went down. So this is kind of fun because, you know, we were giving Bradley a little bit of a trouble or hard time because before we knew who would win, we all said, well, Betty White hasn't acted all year. Right? Exactly. Right? So, or last two. Last two years. <laughs> so uh, it was it was kind of a little bit of a, 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 you know, we were giving them a hard time. This yeah, is the and, action. And rightly so. And, and it was also because, again, you weren't, Movie or TV, you know, we weren't right. like everyone was just and, kind uh, of yeah, so. and alive or dead right. wasn't another thing. So there was there, I can see the gray area around yes. this. And so Rocco put together, we did, we have the winner, which I'll give to you right now. Okay. And the way Rocco put this together, give him credit, was really funny. So here is the winner for best actress. Congratulations, Team Cobra, on your blatant and successful attempt to win this category by picking a beloved 99-year-old woman that just passed. It worked. We hope you're happy. And we miss you, Betty White. So Betty White... Was best actress, the even sentimental, though, totally, for all her and that's work. so funny. And that's... she won by like a landslide. It was like forty something to you know. Kate, we did get second in that one. We, we did. We were runner all up right. in that one with like nineteen percent to the forty nine percent. All right, that got uh, that one. So. All right, yeah. and then well, what... that was very wise strategy on CB's part. Beyond, wouldn't even have thought of that. No, yeah. beyond. Yes, yeah, smart move, smart move. Well, and we... then the, the tell other us one... the third one was the publicationship of, of the, the year. year. Now this one. Is interesting. Yeah. Okay, so tell us about it, Grant. So we had another little bit of a controversy here. <laughs> I would say we would think this is a controversy. Our show has loved and adored this publationship. And this was Colleen and Bradley's pick. And the winner for best publationship was... Got back together in a blatant attempt to promote their new movies that hardly anybody went to. We look forward to giving this award to Benefer 3 in 2036. 
and to Benna Four in 2052 when they get back together to promote their On Golden Pond reboot. <laughs> Well done, Rocco. That is not a fake relationship. I'm with you. Okay, so what was the galley saying as the result of this? Because this is not a fake relationship. He was saying that, like, kind of just to that same example, that they just keep getting together. This is going to be a cyclical thing that every five to ten years we're going to new... It was 17. It was 17, right? But he just kind of professed that since this continues to happen at a time when they need something for their careers, they're going to keep pulling it out. Oh, they're blind to love. They do not love love on that show. No, they don't. They do not love love. The tinfoil hat is really on on the Bennifer one. That is a real relationship. We love that one. So that that we nominate. We nominated Kanye and Julia Fox, which really didn't even happen until 2022. It it was the the fakest of the fakes. And it was Kim K. and Pete Davidson. That's not fake. Machine Gun Kelly and Megan Fox. That's not fake. Us, and then Aaron Rodgers and Shailene Woodley. Yeah. So anyway... Colleen Clearly, Bradley were two for yeah. three today. Yep. So but the people got it wrong. The Maitake people got it wrong on that one. All right. Well, okay. we'll see. We'll see what happens tomorrow. Because yep. you're you're going to be on, right, Lori? Oh yeah. I oh, yeah. What my category. I don't are. know. Do, do we have one more? Uh, no. For not for we do have one more fun part about that. But for tomorrow, your categories are celebrity story of the year, song of the year, and drama of the year, Lori. Okay. So you'll be doing that tomorrow. Oh boy. With Steve and Colleen will be joining you. Okay? Oh boy. Well, we I also, don't even know who we nominated. Well, good for you, Olivia Rodriguez. Oh yeah. Um, and what for song um, of the year? And then what were the other ones? Uh, the other categories were. Song of the Year, Drama of the Year, and Celebrity Story of the okay, Year. Okay, Drama of the Year, we put had Squid Games. Oh, yeah. I feel good about that one. Mm-hmm. And then Celebrity Stories. Celebrity Story of the Year, yep. Okay, Which and we had, we had Benefit 2.0, yeah. so we'll see. I, we'll it see has what, given us gold for so long. Well, mm-hmm. pictures and love. And love. 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 And today is... Who's what are they calling two, today? Two, uh, two, 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 twenty-two. Two, it's, two, twenty-two. Yeah. It's a palladonium or palladrum or pally, pally. Yep. Palindrome. So. We did, palindrome. We did have one more random award that Okay, what was it? All right, so this is, all of a sudden I, I, I turned, tuned in late and I heard this. And I'm like, what is going on at that station of ours? And what has Grant done? So here we go. So this is how it all started. I've got a little audio from the show this morning. Check it out. Let's introduce today's special guests. She is the Valentine. Of Donna and Steve. She's the bright star from nine to noon. Our favorite, the turtlenecked Donna Valentine, everybody. (laughs) That's right. That's right. (laughs) He is the other homosexual on My Talk 1071. A bright star himself. (laughs) The other homosexual. (laughs) Bradley Trainer, everybody. Hey, it's Kaylee Cuoco for Priceline. Ready to go to your happy place for a happy price? Well, why didn't you say so? Just download the Priceline app right now and save up to 60% on hotels. So whether it's Cousin Kevin's Kazoo Concert in Kansas City, go Kevin! Or Becky's Bachelorette Bash in Bermuda. You never have to miss a trip ever again. So download the Priceline app today. Your savings are waiting. Go to your happy place for a happy price. Go to your happy price. Priceline. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, 
Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. And that's right. Good morning, ladies. And, and Kenny. Grant, oh, okay, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And I wish he was a homosexual. Grant, everybody. That's right. Yes. Homosexual for the day. How about that? That's perfect. That's, that's, right. that's, that's all they need. Well, yeah. The whole day, Grant? Wow. You're going to be busy, Grant. I just want to give you a heads up. <laughs> yeah. Did Did Dawn just ring the dinner bell? <laughs> just, yeah. There's already a line forming outside the studio. That's right. So. So yeah, the the entire segment I want went on, and today till eight a.m. tomorrow, I am an honorary homosexual. Yes, and so Hannah made a meme for him and took okay. care of all that, and so all of a sudden I'm like, Grant's the homosexual for the day. Yeah, <laughs> Ooh, we had this. Yeah, had was, this uh, award. I'm sure uh, you know all and my I'm friends ready from high to be an honorary man tomorrow. There we oh, go. Lord, you're an honorary <laughs> man almost every day. Yeah, I give you that man card when we yes. have our moments. Yeah. You get that man card. Larry is oh, more man than so many men I know. I more know. Thank you, Julia. Yeah. Oh my gosh, it's the only way to get it. Head. <laughs> <Hey-o>. <laughs> Bada bing, six no Monday on Tuesday. No go. kidding. Okay, so we just have a couple minutes left, but um the big news came out while you were gone, and this is it's bittersweet for us because you and mostly you, Lori, you were a huge Wendy Williams fan. Watcher, Julia. And I was at the beginning, how you doing? Yeah. And she used to make us laugh and she was so fun. And then she really had some hard things happen in her life. Um, with her husband having the 13-year affair with a woman, and he bought a house right down the block and then has a child with her and scammed her and kind of held her back from being bigger than she was because no one liked working with him, and he right. was her manager and, and EV- EVP. EVP on the show. Mm-hmm. So he really held her back from... And her mom died. Yeah, so she's had a rough... And her Graves disease and some other things happening, and I think she had a slip a little bit with her drug addiction and bad year, but because it's just been so out there in the air... They have named Sherry Shepard is going to be taking over the Wendy Williams t- show with As, that management and team. And it'll just be called Sherry? Yeah, Sherry Shepard. Yeah. And just Sherry. And we've got a quick Let's little... a quick clip of her, yeah. Of okay. her. It is Wendy's place to share her story with you. But I do want to give the queen her, her, her props and her flowers because Wendy had a legendary career in radio. And this show mm-hmm. was specifically crafted for her. No one can do this format but Wendy. When you talk about the... Yes. Nobody can sit in a purple chair and sip the tea like Wendy Williams. Because when you talk about the greatest talk shows of all time, Oprah Winfrey, Phil Donahue, Ricky Lake, The View, Montel Williams, you have got to mention the Wendy Williams show. She's not like she's going to cry. Well, Wendy Williams released a statement through Howard Bregman, her publicist. She is extremely grateful that Cherry's taking her show, and she's hoping she can come back should her health improve. Right, and she understands the business reasons why this is happening. So good for her. Yeah, Yeah, so... Oh, Oh, I know it. I know it. So when we come back, Lori and I read a thriller, that page turner. We are so excited to meet this author. Rio Yours is going to be back with us in just a second. All right, until we get to the book club, let's take a look at your My Talk traffic right now. 
All right, welcome to the Lori and Julia Book Club, Tuesday uh, at 3.30 Central Standard Time edition. We are delighted. This is the first time Rio Yours has been on our show, and his new novel, No Second Chances, is one. Lori gave it to me, Grant, and said, you've got to book this because of this. you're such a huge Stephen King fan. And Stephen oh. King gave a blurb, a rip-roaring Hollywood noir that smashes the pedal to the metal and keeps it there. The best villain since Ian Fleming's James Bond novels. This one is hot. And oh my gosh, Rio, welcome to our program. Your book was so good. <laughs> Uh, thank you so much. That's wonderful to hear. And thank you so much for having me on. It's great to be here. Yeah. Oh, my gosh. Uh, Rio, uh, give people a setup of no second chances, please. And uh, happy uh, birthday book day. Oh, thank you so much. Yeah, it's always a big it's always a big day for any any writer, no matter how far up the ladder they are. So, yeah, I'm tremendously excited and I'm Tremendously excited to share it with you, listeners here today. Yeah, so no second chances. It's a fast-paced action thriller set in uh, set primarily in Hollywood against the sort of backdrop of the uh, movie industry and the sort of elite Hollywood drug trade. So it tells the story of um, a former actor who's fallen on hard times. His name's Luke Kingsley. Everybody thinks he killed his wife. And uh, it's also about um, this this young woman who moves to Hollywood, you know, with stars in her eyes, and, and they kind of befriend each other. Her name's Kitty Ray, and Kitty falls afoul of a very charismatic, very dangerous drug dealer. And when Luke steps in to help Kitty, because she's really the only person he trusts, uh, she trusts because she's new to town. When when Luke steps in to help her, everything goes south in a hurry and that's when the chaos really kicks in and i mean the chaos i don't know that julia and i have read a book that the adrenaline and our hearts were pounding because the tension and suspense was so twisted electrifying i mean i really my heart was pounding I wanted to. That's great. Rio, so if you're just joining us, the book is No Second Chances. Just came out today. Rio, yours. And Rio, this was a book that I wanted to shut my eyes while I was reading it because I was scared of what was happening. (laughs) I I never have felt that way with a book. It's so intense and so good. I mean, you you have a a wicked mind, I think, with your um, Johan the Viking. Wow. Yeah. Well, thank you. Yeah, it's, uh, you know, I think a lot of it comes from um, the fact that I spend a lot of time with my characters. Uh, the antagonist, obviously, Johan, is just larger than life. Like I said, Viking wannabe, very dangerous, very charismatic, uh, very alluring as well. You know, he's got that sort of um, viper sort of quality about him where you almost can't stop staring into their eyes. Mm-hmm. And, um, but, but really with the protagonists as well, with Luke and Kitty, I try to make them as relatable as possible so that the reader really feels invested in them. So when Luke and Kitty feel the jeopardy of their situation, that translates to the reader. And of course, then that's when the tension really mounts up. It's, it's a tense story, but we're on board as readers because we're, we're concerned, we're frightened, we're in fact terrified for these protagonists that we've grown to, to love throughout the pages. And, you know, with Luke, I mean, Julie and I are obsessed. We love everything Hollywood. So the whole way where, you know, he was this rising Hollywood star and how at certain points in this wild story that he remembers 
car crash training that he had or gun training or, you know, how he did that whole part and the whole dream of everybody's chasing something in Hollywood. That part of the story was also so terrific. Oh, thank you. Yeah, I was a little bit worried about that because, you know, I'm not a Hollywood celebrity and I've never been to Hollywood parties. <laughs> I've never stood on a red carpet in my life. I know I know you have. So I was I was worried that I, I would, uh, you know, I wouldn't nail it completely. But, you know, the feedback I've had so far has been very positive. So I'm, I'm breathing a great sigh of relief about that, about that, I can tell you. And and you were right when you talked about making us feel for Luke and Kitty um, in the storyline, because the, the the outlandish wildness of, you know, Johan is is tempered with how you feel about these characters and we want them to succeed. It was just brilliant. I... I can't tell you, and I do love how you use, like what Lori was saying, old characters and how that was twisted into story. It's so, and then the drug, it was so good. Congratulations. And has this been optioned and we want to cast it right now? (laughs) Oh, it hasn't been optioned yet. I'm keeping my fingers crossed. Hopefully it's just a matter of time, but I'd love to hear your suggestions. Okay. Okay. All right. For for (laughs) Johan, for our, for our Viking villain, we like either Charlie Hunnam or Alexander oh, yeah. Skarsgård. Oh my goodness! Yes. Don't you think? Sign them up. Let's let's get them on the phone right they, now. They both they need a job. They, they both need a job, and they could do the charismatic, dirty up thing with the look, and they have that. And um, I think Kitty is Holly, Zendaya. Yes, and I mean, I just think about how like people have loved like uh, Uhtred of Bebenberg and oh. the Vikings. I mean, there is, and then you've got the. I don't know how Hollywood doesn't option this as a huge movie. Oh, it would be great. It would be fantastic. I must admit, I did think that it would. You know, as I'm writing, I'm thinking this would make a pretty good movie. You know, but. You can't, as a writer, you can't go too far down that path. You just got to hope for the best, right? I do, my job is to write the book. So, yeah, I leave it there. But I do like those suggestions. That's fantastic. And, and, Very and, exciting. And I think, like, for someone like Luke Kingsley, I feel like he's, uh, um, who was the guy in Sweet Home Alabama, the blonde? No, no. You don't think he would do it? Or Matthew McConaughey kind of character? No, All right. Well, TBD. We didn't get through all the casting. We were just more. I think Kitty would have been Sunday. I should be dynamite at it. Yeah. But this is. You are just. This is so fun. This is a book like we haven't read. I know. We really have. Rio, I want to. I'm curious how, like, um, when I. I love to follow Stephen King on Twitter. A, I like his TV recommendations, and he always gets advanced copies of books. And yeah. he had tweeted something out, and that's how we you know, knew about your book. But do you know how that book gets to Stephen King? Is it just your agent sending? I mean, I just am curious about that story. Yeah, no, it's, um, I, I mean, I connections to the to this Stephen King family. I'm, uh, I, I, I adapted a comic book um, from a no, novel that Stephen King wrote with his son Owen. Uh, the book was Sleeping Beauties, and I did the comic book adaptation. And I've been friends with Owen, his son, for, for about 10, 12 years now. So there was always that connection there. And again, with Stephen King's other son, Joe Hill, who you know is a Writer. fantastic novelist mm-hmm. in his own right. Um, I just finished a comic series uh, working with him. So, there was, you know, the door was partway open and, you know, I'd had some contact with, with Stephen King, some communications with yeah. him. I just sent him a copy of the book, <gasps> kind of wing and a prayer. And yeah. I was like, well, uh, you know, if he reads it, great, but I don't expect him to. Next, you know, I got an email from him saying, 
hey man, I read your book and I loved it. I'm going to tweet about it. Oh. Yeah, that was that was a big day in, in the Rio U.S. house, I can tell you. I believe it. I believe it. Okay, so we're just finding, you know, finding out about you and your last novel before No Second Chances was Lola on Fire. Can you, that just came out last year. Can you just give us a little bit about what that one was about? Yeah, that again, it's another fast uh, cinematic uh, action thriller. Um, it's about a former mafia enforcer, Lola, uh, Lola Bear, who um, crosses her, her boss, mob boss by the name of Jimmy Lasso, and then goes into hiding for 26 years. Uh, she ends up having a, you know, a couple of children in uh, the uh, Twin Cities area, actually. She oh. moves to, to Minnesota. Um, so, you know, some, definitely some home, uh, you know, tie-ins with, you, with your hometown there. Um, anyway, later on, uh, the, the story begins actually with her children, and they run into trouble and with Jimmy Lazzo. And they, um, they, have to, uh, they have to find a way out, for it, out of it, and they end up looking for their estranged uh, mother, Lola Bear, and it, 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 the connection to Jimmy Lazzo becomes apparent. They don't realize at the time that she's she's this sort of, you know, incredibly adept uh, killing machine. Um, it, it's it's end to end action. It really is. So, uh, oh, I, I think love it. If you like No Second Chances, you're gonna get a you're gonna get a, a, a good time. I think with with Lola on fire. Oh my yeah. gosh! I'm so excited to meet you. Yeah, we, this we really, really what a treat. Oh, I'm so excited to read your other books too, and we're gonna request them from your publisher. Um, in the meantime, yes. we always ask our authors the last great book besides your own that you've read. Well, the last great book I read. Um, oh my God, I've read so many. It's tough. Uh, I really enjoyed Quentin Tarantino's uh, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. The book that was fantastic because I loved the movie and it, it's it's sort of a, a deeper take on on the movie. That was a lot of fun. I've also got to say Harlem Shuffle by Colson Whitehead was a lot of fun too. That was really beautifully written, great characters and that. And I want to give it a little shout out to my buddy Chris Golden, who's just published a book called Road of Bones, and that was fantastic too. Road of Bones, okay. Oh well, Rio, oh my gosh. your book, No Second Chances. I mean, just we cannot recommend it enough, and we are going to read your other books. And I just feel like I'm, you know, I need to like tweet somebody in Hollywood about this book. I don't know who, <laughs> I don't know who I know, but you might be copied in on something, and I hope it's not too embarrassing for you. Oh, she's so. You do your thing. I'll, I'll oh, be yeah. happy to be copied in. It's our cousin. <laughs> She's gonna. She's gonna send it to our cousin, who's an architect. And see who he knows. We'll see, we'll see where this goes. For you. Honestly, this would we, be an amazing is, movie I in know. the right hands with you involved on the screenplay. Please. I'm telling you, it's it, no this worries. was one of I, I. You kept us company. I. I mean, I couldn't put your book down, but let I. Yet I wanted to shut my eyes. That was just so. Because I was so scared, but so into it. Thank you so much for being on our show. We're just totally fangirling you, and um, we'll look forward to reading. um, For other people to read, No Second Chances, it just comes out today, and um, you can buy it, uh, hopefully, at your local bookstore. We've got a couple copies to give away, 651-641-1071. And Rio, thank you so much. Really fun meeting you. Yeah, fun meeting you. Thank you so much for the enthusiasm. It's been really wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh, you bet. All right, we'll talk to you later. All right, we're going to take a quick break, and we'll be right back. Great song that plays all the time. That's picked for song of the year. Maybe uh, the Lojay team will take home another. Maybe, maybe the other people just need to, like, 
they probably maybe did they pick ballads and we just go for bangers. Oh, Lori, you're so funny. Okay, first of all, Grant, I'm watching you laugh as we're talking to Rio yours about his book is so juicy, No Second Chances. And watching you laugh as Lori's telling him, well, first of all, he comments that we're on the red carpet because he must have Googled us. That's so He's nice. A, that was so he nice. He had nothing but nice things to say. I talked to him for a oh. brief second off the phone, and he, when he said that Jet, he loved your energy, he seems like a nice guy. Oh, yeah. He's oh, so, man. Great interview, by the way. So nice. So fun. And Lori's like, well, I'm going to... Don't, would you mind if... I'm Bradley Trainer And I'm Don McClain. We have a podcast called Blinded by the Item. A blind item is gossip about a celebrity with their name left out. It's a guessing game and you can play along. The item might be like, this A-list star carries a Birkin bag worth more than the average person's house to the gym to work out. Pretty sure that's J-Lo. And P.S. The person behind all of this is Chris Jenner, LLC. We drop a new episode every weekday so the fun never ends. Blinded by the Item. Listen wherever you get podcasts and watch us on the Blinded by the Item YouTube channel. I include you when I tweet my friends in Hollywood. <laughs> and Lori's twisting her hair. <laughs> She's saying it, yeah, you I know. know. And I'm like... Yeah, it's our architect cousin right. at, at Orange Street Studio, but he's in touch. He did do Matt um, from Friends. What's Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc. Matt LeBlanc yeah, he did his house. He's I a mean, he's a, a an a, a architect, outdoor one, whatever you call him. Yeah, a landscape, landscape architect. Thank you. Yeah. With his degree from, from Harvard, Harvard. and wow. and w- before Friends was made, said he just did the property of the creator of Friends and Matt LeBlanc, and said there's going to be a huge hit coming out. Wow, it's our cousin Michael. Yeah. Orange Street Studio, in case anyone cares. Yeah. He does Hermes and uh, many other places, yeah. if we were going to name drop. Right. But he's not so well-known in the publishing world. <laughs> but I don't feel like uh, No Second Chances is... is it's so good. ...is Reese Witherspoon. It is so not I'm thinking about tweeting to Channum because I feel very connected, having just seen Dog this weekend. Okay, and... And, um, and I feel like this could be a... It, this could be a... A new piece of material he, from our new character. And he could be Luke. Oh, you're right. Yes, he could. Okay, so this yes. is my this is my plan uh, okay, with, this is with always our so good. author. Okay. And but Alexander Skarsgard and Charlie Hunnam are not on Twitter. And I'm not going to dig for their agency or anything. Because just, she was gonna she decided maybe we could start a bidding war between the two of those actors for who would play Johan in this. Johan the Viking. I mean, I love it. First of all, do we have some winners? Yes, what are have, their names? Their, their name was uh, Pat and Karen. Pat and, and Karen. one of them actually, one of them was from listening in Iowa, I believe. Let me just make oh, sure. Correct. Awesome. Uh, Karen uh, Tooley was listening from Dubuque, Iowa. Yeah. So. Well, cheers, ladies, mm-hmm. and congratulations. That's awesome. Yeah. yeah. So good job on getting that because that's like a oh, hot. I, I book. know. Well, Lori, I know. And T- and Stephen King tweeted about this like back in November. I have your thing. You're like Julia. Would you mind? Only because if Stephen, Stephen King, King raves about something right. and uses the words Hollywood noir, suspense, thriller, I'm you in. You can't put down. It was honestly, yeah. but that was really funny. I just started mm-hmm. laughing about, oh, I'm going to tweet. So I'm so glad you didn't say <laughs> Reese Witherspoon because I was no, going to follow not right. <laughs> She's not right for this project. Okay. <laughs> She's not right. Bill Polad, I could do River Bill Road. Bill Polad would be, this would oh, be an yeah. amazing project Love for him. I'll tweet River Road Productions, would you? honestly. We haven't talked to him in a long time. Okay, so I saw Dog this weekend. So my mom said to me, um, you know, I went out, uh, didn't even know it was President's Day weekend, but I'm just having this 
with, you know, my aunt having a stroke and my other aunt uh, dying. And just like some of my favorite people in the whole wide world are getting old. And when I say old, I mean they're now 80 or close to 80 or going over the edge of 80, you know. She's catching up to my family. Yeah, Mm -hmm. and um, I just like felt like I need to see my mom. She just has felt frail to me over the phone and FaceTiming and everything. And I just need to see her. And she goes, well, I really want to go in a movie theater. I feel comfortable. They're still spacing it out in Washington. and. And and I'm like, God, what are we going to see? And then on Wednesday or Thursday, we had talked about Channing Tatum, good old Channing in his movie Dog. Right. And I thought, my sister will like it. Um, I'll like it. My sister's uh, boyfriend would like it. It it, it kind of is a a movie. It's a family. A coming of of age story. I don't know. Like a family, I would say, you know, like maybe 10 and up. Because there's... PTSD or how do you say it? PSTD, whatever the post-traumatic. PTSD. Yeah. Yeah. Um, So Dog, you know, that movie cost 15 million and it made 15 million. And it it was so good, so sweet and also enlightening in the fact that, you know, we for, you know, as as you know, the world is sitting on the cusp of whatever that evil rotten Putin is doing, yes. you know, it the cost of war on the psyche of You're the right. soldiers yeah. who serve also the animals, these Belgian Melanois, right, you know, which right. are the preferred dogs of war. Yes. And their story of what happens to them when they can no longer serve because they've been injured. They've been trained for one thing. Got it. And so there's probably a lot of dogs that maybe get put down. They try and get them adopted, but they're the high energy dog. But this dog, the way Channon, because he'd done this documentary about the real story about these war dogs when they come home and their owners and how helpful it is. But he, he keeps wanting to go back for another tour of duty, but he had a traumatic brain injury and the military is, you know, when you have a traumatic brain injury and anything where it requires you to be in high adrenaline, firefighter, you know, war. Yeah. They want to be careful because you don't know what can trigger that. 100 percent. So right. it's kind of a healing story of redemption for both. And it's funny and there's amazing music in it. And Chanum has his shirt off a couple times and he's in a wet shirt at least once. <laughs> and delivering on all sides all for us. All sides. And okay. And you will need tissue. Okay. You will need tissue. And it also really just makes you reappreciate, you know, our members of the military. I mean, right now, I mean, I was out in Seattle. That's McCord and Fort Lewis. And Fort Lewis is, you see that in this dog movie. Okay. And, you know, people are getting deployed to Romania and all around Eastern Europe. So it, it's a good thing to remember that we have armed forces and people coming and going and the things that people see and do and kind of seeing it through the eyes of the dog is like in a weird way enlightening. That sounds like such a, that was a very good, I, we all, that's a good movie review. We all just loved it in the theater. We went on, you know, Saturday afternoon, mm-hmm. the first movie and it was kind of all ages. Right. I wanted to take mom on Saturday, but yeah. her time slot didn't work with mine and yeah. then I fell asleep. And it's your movie, 90 Minutes. Oh, 
Bravo. That, I mean, because, oh. And they're on a cross-country trip, so there's some good music and... The, you know, like I, the gambler. Would you, it, is he someone like Channel? He directed this. He directed this and his friend, and they were inspired by this documentary that they did this. about war, war dogs. dogs. Oh, and what happens to those dogs when they can't serve anymore? Because that's just what they're trained for. And then you see a little bit of the training. And, you know, I love any time I see a movie and we get to go on base. It, it, it's really home. I mean, Lori, how many nostalgic, different bases I'm sure did is. you live on? You lived on uh, base till you were how old? Like 15? Till 10th grade, yeah. There you go. Wow. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So that I would, it's a big Anyway, it's, it's a great movie. And yeah, everything the movie makes now is all is all profit. So Channa. Um, that's great. Channa might want one, two, to option. no second chance. Oh, I love it. I love it. All right, we're going to take a quick <laughs> break. And we'll be right back. This is Lori and Julia, my talk.